It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. Joined by Justin Verlander getting the ball on opening day. Steve Sparks here and I'm with Lance McCuller. Tons of interviews. Robert Ford joined by Michael Brantley. Alex Bregman. Returning to the lineup today. Highlights. That is line in the right field and that's going to get down for a base hit. High and deep and it's gone. A grand slam. Follow your favorite team. Subscribe to the Astros podcast. We definitely love playing in front of our fans in Minute Maid Park. For the H. They never said it would be easy. This is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Hi, everybody, and welcome to our very first Astro Line show, the 2023-2024 offseason. I'm Todd Callis alongside Steve Sparks, and today's show is going to revolve around the new manager of the Houston Astros, Joe Espada was named as the new Astros manager, 20th in franchise history. Sparky, your initial thoughts about Joe? Well, my initial thoughts is they got the right guy, and I say that because he's been around this organization the last six years. He's learned from the best. You know, I mean, he's had great mentors uh, around the league, too. He was with Joe Girardi with the New York Yankees, a very thoughtful mind uh, as far as baseball goes as well. So uh, Joe Espada is a great communicator. He's bilingual. I mean, he just checks off so many boxes. It was the perfect fit. And he's had opportunities to interview for other managerial jobs in the past, and it almost felt like it was working out where he was lined up to be this guy. It felt all along like it would have been a surprise if he wasn't the manager, and I think everybody's happy that he is. Yeah, and just listening to him, when he talks about this, maybe he wasn't ready at the time. He feels like... Right now, he's the right man for the right spot. And we said that so many times about Dusty Baker. He was the right man at that right spot for the Astros at that particular time. Maybe not Joe Espada at that time. So uh, right now, he feels like the perfect fit to continue what the Astros have been able to do. He's been a guy in the trenches. He's been the bench coach. He has worked diligently with the infielders. He is one of the guys, basically. Now, as the manager, you almost have to – flip roles a little bit like that's going to be an interesting transition to see how he moves from where he was in his previous role to the new man in charge yeah it's interesting you say that what I think about first and foremost about Joe Espada is that he's extremely organized and to be a bench coach and to be as organized as he would he was a perfect fit for that job because he's basically uh, planning out the day-to-day not only spring training but the regular season as far as their early work goes, everything. He's the guy who communicates really well with the players when the manager is basically dealing with the media and he's dealing with trying to find out who is available out of the bullpen on a particular day. Joe Espada, as a bench coach, has been doing all the other little stuff, and that involves a lot of communication, a lot of organization skills that will serve him well in this role. And as a bench coach, you're literally an ejection away or a a sick day away from being the guy who's making all the decisions. So I imagine with that mindset, he's probably gone through 
every game like he is the manager just in case it happens. You're right. You know, just like anybody that's sitting at home watching these games or listening to these games, we do the same thing, Todd. You and I will talk on our rides home, ride homes after the game mm-hmm. uh, about different things during the course of, of a game that transpired, just trying to think about different things that could have happened or what might have happened if such and such would have happened. So uh, he's been managing, you know, probably for the last eight or ten years, thinking about this opportunity that he has now. I know Joe Madden, somebody that we both know very well, said that he thought the toughest part of the job when he first took it was organizing his bullpen. On a day-to-day basis, he said that took up the majority of his time getting ready for a game. I imagine for any manager – especially now with all the matchups and and you do have a three batter minimum, but you're trying to match up the right guys, that that is probably as difficult as anything there is as a manager in terms of getting your team ready for that night. Yeah, you're always trying to figure out which reliever fits in a different pocket of the other team's lineup. So you want to fill up your card that you're going to almost a cheat sheet, you know, in front of you in the dugout to be able to realize what you're going to do. I think the, probably what Joe's going to experience early on is how quickly the ball game goes as the one in charge. You know, and I remember Kirk Gibson telling me that Sparky Anderson told him, he said, once you get to around the fifth or sixth inning, and particularly in a close ball game, you need to ask yourself two questions before the inning starts. And number one is, what am I going to do if the first guy gets on? And the second question I need to ask myself is, what am I going to do if the second guy gets on? <laughs> so you better be ahead of things mm-hmm. before it actually transpires because the game will get away from you. If you get a guy in there too late or get him up too late, game may already have passed you by. So I think the speed of the game is going to be a little different for Joe these days. Hey, fans, don't forget 2024 season tickets are on sale now. Catch every home run, every double play, and every game of the 2024 season by becoming an Astros season ticket holder and get access to every postseason game. Visit Astros.com slash season tickets to learn more. We've been talking about Joe Espada. We will hear from the new manager of the Houston Astros. Joe Espada will join us on our first Astro Line show when we come back. Are you looking for the perfect gift this holiday season? Look no further than the Astros Holiday Gift Guide. Give the gift of unforgettable moments throughout the year with Buddies Club memberships, 2024 season tickets, and tickets to the 2024 Texas Children's Houston Open. And don't forget to gear up in style at the Astros Team Store. From jerseys to caps, we've got you covered. So this holiday season, hit a home run with the Astros Holiday Gift Guide. Head to astros.com slash gift guide to do your holiday shopping today. Ever wanted to be a member of the Coca-Cola Shooting Stars team? Now's your chance. Auditions for the 2024 squad will take place December 1 through December 3rd. Learn more and register to audition today at astros.com slash shooting stars. Okay, folks, looks like we are ready to roll here. I'm going to kick it over to our general manager, Dana Brown, who has a very special official announcement to make. Dana? All right. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Thanks for all of you being here. Today's a special day. Um, I must say that I'm uh, very excited. This is probably one of my biggest hires of my career, and that brings a lot of excitement to me. I appreciate everyone being here, Um, and I appreciate, um, you know, Jim Crane allowing me to, you know, lead the charge, and as I continue to keep keep him updated on what our thought process was and where we were going in this direction, and so uh, I appreciate that. Um, allow me to um, also recognize Pamela Espada. She's here today. 
had a chance during this process to have lunch with her. I'm excited about the relationship that we're going to have here um, and also uh, the young girls that are here today too, his daughters. So we're excited about that. You know, after Dusty retired, we got to work. We got busy. Dusty had a great run here. Uh, and, you know, we got busy and we started looking and we wanted to continue the success here in Houston. And, you know, with the seven straight CSs and the three World Series during that time, you know, we wanted to have a successful search. And you know what? We came up with the right man for the job. You know, our fans deserve it, uh, you know, and we appreciate that. Um, and I was looking for certain attributes in this job. You know, I was looking for someone with leadership skills, uh, someone who could communicate, someone would, who would collaborate, and, you know, ultimately someone who was humble. And, um, you know, I've had a chance to talk to Joe Espada almost the whole year. And, you know, we've had great conversations. We hit it off early. And I think without a question, Joe is a good fit for this job. So I am excited to announce that Joe Espada is going to be the new manager of the Houston Astros. Welcome back to Astro Line, the Houston Astros hot stove off-season show. We are so happy to be joined by the 20th manager of the Houston Astros. He wears number 19, now the 20th manager, Joe Espada. Joe, first of all, congratulations. How's the last few weeks been for you? Oh, thank you so much. It's been it's been an awesome ride. I, I can't complain. And, and just getting to the finish line and getting the opportunity to be the next managers for this incredible franchise and, and you know, being able to lead this great team for for you know for for this season it's just a special moment and I'm grateful joyful there's so much so many emotions going through my 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 head and and but it's just a great moment for me and my family Joe we we see a lot of guys and they're great coaches and we see you out on the field and, and you're coaching it, it looks like that's where your heart is as a manager, do you think you have to change uh, what you do best, or are you just going to be a delegator? You know, that's who I am. I'm going to be me. Uh, I think when you transition from being a player to being a coach, you become a server. And I'm here to serve our players, right? I, I, my job is to make sure that the process is a solid process. The information gets to the players. Let's prepare our players to be the best versions of themselves every time they step on the field. That's who I am. That has worked for me through the years, and um, I intend to be the same same type of bench coach I, that I was, be the same you know same style as a manager. Yeah, that's an interesting question and concept though, because you do put in so many hours to help. You know, a few years ago, Carlos Correa wins a platinum glove, and then he leaves, and Jeremy Pena wins the gold glove his rookie year. Last year, Mauricio Dubon, or this year, Mauricio Dubon. You are Omar Lopez, others putting a lot of time into that with your role now as a manager. Is that still going to be the same? Do you have that same amount of time to dedicate to the infield? No, I will delegate those responsibilities for sure. Um, but I will work closely with whoever we tap to be the uh, the infield coach. Um, but our players know the culture. They know how important defense is for us as an organization. Pitching and defense allow us to be allow us to help us through this great run, right? So whoever. Um, I tap to do that job. Um, I will delegate responsibilities, and I will keep an eye on it. Of course, I can't completely like go, oh, but I will. I will definitely will trust that person to do the job. Joe, every time that the Astros play another team, it seems like we get a sense of what their identity is, whether it's sloppy or not. But you know, a lot of teams 
are known for their speed. What do you want your team to be known for? I want us to be a good baseball team. And what I mean with that is let's just go back to doing the little things in a big league game that matters the most. I, I think those were the little things that at time we miss and we lack off during the season, meaning running the bases smart, right? Um, our pitching, executing pitches, holding base runners, so things that we have done well in the past. Uh, offensively, you know, staying in the zone, right? That that passing the baton, you know, kind of attitude. That's are the things that have made us a successful team. And there was time through the season where we you saw it, but then you didn't see him for a couple of days. So now it's about discipline, consistency, how we prepare our guys, right? Our messaging, we got to make sure that we are on point, we stay on our guys. And and I think that's a few things that we lacked on last year. And I'm going to, you know, we start, I'm going to start working on those things tonight through communication, right? We, we can't wait to spring training to work on these things. It starts, it starts right now. You had a lot of opportunities uh, with interviews for other managerial jobs. How much did those processes help you this time around? And do you feel as prepared and that this was your time? Yes, I do feel I feel prepared that this is my time. And I look at it this way, uh, TK. You know, for me, is there's a lot of times where we want to get to the finish line. And, and, and sometimes God is saying, hold on, you're not. You're not ready yet, right? Um, there's still things that you need to learn. I need you to be next to Dusty for four more years. You know, um, you're still not a finished product. So it's the attitude that you have while you wait that once you get that opportunity, it makes it so much greater. And um, I'm just ecstatic that the fact that it's here with this team, this city, these fans, and, and every one of you. Joe, what did you learn from Dusty Baker, and how will you differentiate from uh, maybe the way he managed? You know what? I learned a ton from Dusty. Um, I had front row seats to a Hall of Fame manager, um, got to go to the World Series with him twice. Um, this guy was brought in in a very tough situation, and the way he handled it, I tipped my hat to him. Um, I thought that he was the right guy for the job. And he did a great job. And, and I'm just happy that I got to experience that. Um, you know, the way he just connected with players, the, how much he cares about winning and, and how he allows us to do our job as coaches, I value that immensely. I will always be grateful for Dusty for, for, do, for, for letting me do that. Last five years, the worst season the Houston Astros have had is getting to Game 7 of the ALCS. <laughs> it's remarkable, right? And right. Dana Brown became the third general manager during this incredible run. You now become the third manager during this incredible run. Expectations are way up there. Yes, sir. Do you, do you kind of enjoy that challenge? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the bar is set really high. Mm-hmm. You know, Jim says it all the time. And he has equipped us. He has done everything in his power to give us all the tools needed for us to have a winning product on the baseball field. And as a manager, that's all you could ask for. Now my job is to use those tools and deliver the, you know, the, the, the work on the baseball field, motivate our players, get our players ready to play. But um, you know, this, is the place you, this is the place you come to win. Um, this is where you want to win. Our guys love to win our fans expect us to win our community wants the best out of us and 
my job is to do everything in my power to help this team win. You know, Joe, whenever I've talked to managers about what the most uh, challenging part of a, a manager's job is, they'll usually say one of two things. Dealing with the media is one of them, and the other is to, to run a really efficient bullpen. Uh, what do you feel like might be your biggest challenge? You know what? Those two are up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think there is, there is that, that, that's true to that. Um, for me, is very important is communication. It's it's being outside of your office, in you know, interacting with your players. Mm. You, you gotta you gotta talk to these guys. You gotta let them know your thought process, right? You know, once you do your work in the office, go out there and talk to the guys. What is it that I'm thinking? This is why, this is why I decided to go that way. Even though if it's an uncomfortable communication, uncomfortable conversation, but you need to have it with players. Especially with a winning team, like you, you gotta, you have to break those walls and get out there and make yourself available to the players. Um, and I think that is very important for you, for us to maintain our success. It's just letting everyone know this is your role, this is what we expect from you, and I'm going to give you every opportunity for you to be the best you can be. And with that communication line how much have you heard in this process and now that it's become official how much have you heard from your guys in the last few days i have over 200 and something text (laughs) messages um and i gotta call them back some of our players um you know i know jose is going to venezuela here in the next few days so my plan is to meet him on my way out of here and sit down with him um and you know kind of talk about what you know our future before he goes to Venezuela he's going to be there for 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 a few weeks so um but yeah connecting let's talk about spring training our goals our plan um you know I got a message from Yanir Diaz I got to call him too um I'm excited about seeing him play every day so you know there's so many things that I uh that I got to do but I'm just going to start with enjoying this moment with my family with your family, and you yes. talked in the press conference when you were introduced, Joe, and you get a little emotional oh, man. when you talk about your mom and your girls. Yes. I mean, they're yes. a big part of it, aren't they? They, they are. They are. They they they're in this. They're in it with us. You know, they they. I come home and and I'm tired and I, I and they're in they're in bed right and I I get up at six thirty to take him to school even though I'm tired and I'm sleeping I want to sleep but I have to get out of that bed. And walk him to school. That's I need to make that sacrifice because they're making huge sacrifices for me. So they um, today is about them. Tomorrow is about them. Every day is about them. But I'm really going to make sure that I take time and get to hang out with them and my, my parents. Time for a quick timeout. We are talking to the new manager of the Houston Astros, Joe Espada. Back with more on Astroline, the hot stove show, right after this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. 
Get ready to swing into the offseason and show off your Space City pride by visiting the Astros Centerfield Team Store. From jerseys and caps to gifts and collectibles and everything in between, we've got everything you need to keep your passion burning bright this offseason. Stop by the Centerfield Team Store Monday through Saturday for the ultimate retail experience. View our team store hours and find out more information at astros.com slash team store. Membership for the 2024 Buddies Club presented by HGB on sale now. Children 12 and under will receive tickets to select 2024 Astros games, a reversible bucket hat, backpack, socks, and a lanyard. Plus, you get the opportunity to be selected to meet Astros players all for just $40. Be part of the club today at Astros.com slash buddies. Welcome back to Astro Line, the Houston Astros offseason hot stove show. We are joined by the manager of the Houston Astros, Joe Espada, named on Monday. Your brother-in-law, Brandon Hyde, could be American League Manager of the Year on Tuesday. What a crazy week this is for your extended family. Yes, uh, thank you for bringing that up. Because I will spend Christmas in West Palm Beach, and we're all going to be together. So I'm, I, I hope that he gets the good news. Um, because he he's worked so hard, right? Um, but that that you know that moment when we sit around the table and we start talking about our teams. Now his team actually wants the LLE, so they're actually turning the corner. So the back and forth is going to be much better this time around. Trust me. And you guys might face each other in the playoffs. Yeah, I was hoping here at some point. Uh, That's right. Man, it, it's going to be fun having somebody though so close to you to be able to bounce ideas off of, sure. or, or if you're having issues, somebody that's been through it, right? Yeah, and also you know Carlos Mendoza with the Mets. Mm-hmm. I you know I play with Mendoza independent ball for three years. So and we actually live in the same house with this host family. For those three years. Wow. So, and I worked closely with Mendy in New York. I was the third base coach, infield coach. He was my infield coordinator. So we've been bouncing around, you know, ideas and ways. So how can we be better doing our jobs, right? Um, but this is an exciting time for, for our families and for our extended families. During the press conference today, you mentioned how this is a dream come true for you. When did this dream, did you start to think this could become a reality, and how long have you had uh, this dream to become a major league manager? You know, it, it gets to a point where you see, you, you're around people, and, and you start seeing good managers, their qualities, how they go about their business, how they how they transfer that energy to their players, and the players perform at a high level. And you start, you know, looking at yourself, say, you know what, I got some of those qualities. I can develop some of these qualities. And now, but it's like, you know, do you want to – take the next step, and actually do it, right? Um, so definitely when I got here and I just tasted winning and saw how much is to work closely with with everyone to, to win, right? It, it's that that relationship. It's, it's, a partnership that, it's a partnership that you have with the front office working all the way through the minor leagues. Once I see that, I'm like, this is fun. This is something that I want to be part of. I want to be... I want to be sitting in that chair and build a winning team and um, leaving my dream right now, man. Joe, a big reason why this organization has been so success- successful is they've developed players. And they've come up, Jeremy Pena. We'll talk about a lot of these guys, but all but one of the starting pitchers are, are homegrown. What do you want to do as far as influencing the minor leagues to be able to make that process 
uh, more streamlined. Yeah, and, and that's very important. Sparky, thank you for bringing that up because that is very, very important how some of our veteran players has passed the baton to other players and they actually step up and have huge years for us. Like Carlos Correa, Jeremy Pena had an incredible 22 seasons, right? MVP of the World Series. You know, we saw like our pitching, like Garrett Cole's, um, you know, go and they're Valdez stepping up and doing that. That's very important. There's some ideas that I have. I, I, I think, you know, being inclusive, you know, talking to coordinators, talking to the farm director, having Zoom meetings during the month, getting those guys involved. I want to be part of those conversations, right? When, when I'm looking at a report and, and, and I see these players performing at a high level, let's have a meeting and I want to hear from the from the managers who's watching, who's seeing this guy play every single day. And I'm familiar with these guys. You know, I've seen them, but I want to hear from the coaches. I want to know about their makeup, their toughness. You know, do they, you know, do they, do they really care about winning? Do they know what it takes to win in Houston? So all those back and forth, I'll make sure that I have them throughout the, throughout the season. It's not only me focus on my job here, but also making sure that those coaches down there know that, that we are we are watching. Dana Brown, the man, general manager, Joe Espada joining us here, the manager of the Houston Astros, 20th manager in Astros history. Dana came in last year, established group already here, already a winning group. He obviously got to know everybody. How would you describe your relationship with Dana? And, and uh, I imagine you'll be talking a lot more now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's been it's been really good. Um, you know, he's he's authentic. He's he's a straight shooter. Um, I you know I really like his style. Um, this is a guy that has. An eye for talent, which is very important, right? If you want to sustain and protect a winning culture, you need talented players. But not only talented on the baseball field, but we good makeup. And he has proven that. And that's very important for us to continue to win. But our relationship is really good. And he mentioned how throughout the season we, we spoke. And he always got little questions. And, and he wants to hear the truth. And, and I really appreciate that. Joe, whenever anybody talks about blending analytics in old school, say, um, you seem like a, to be a, a great candidate for that because you do embrace the analytics. But how do you get that to the player? And I imagine it's a little different for each guy. How do you get that to the player where they can absorb it? You know what? And it is. It's, there's, a, there's a balanced approach in how we, we do things in our clubhouse. And, and it's been like that six years that I – that that we've been here. Not every player wants the same amount of dose of of a dose. Like some like small tablespoons of information. Some guys want a big tablespoon mm -hmm. of information. Some can take some information more than others, right? So it's getting to know what they want, what they need, and how much they can absorb. Um, but also, it's you got to look at the makeup of the player, right? You got to look at what his performance is telling you about that, just because. You know the the the, the progress. You know the, the the sheet says that this guy is uh, 15 points, 20 points higher uh, batting average projected against this guy. Doesn't necessarily mean that that is the right move. No, that guy might not be going through a good stretch. So maybe we should consider going a different direction. Same thing on the pitching side, right? Um, yes, I see the projections that he's saying that, but his changeup is not quite there yet. Oh, he's fastball. He's not hitting his spot. So. When we look at that, we got to look at a broader, at a broader, you know, vision before we execute our game plan. And those conversations that happen before the game starts. If you start having those conversations during the game, I think the game will be too fast for you. So the, those game planning will happen before the game. Now, when you get the game, you got a better feel, and then you could execute your game plan. 
Tell us about the next steps. Obviously, you want to finalize your coaching staff. And then as coming from being the bench coach, how important what, – what qualities are you looking for for your bench coach now that you're a manager? Uh, you know, as someone, uh, of course, you know, super organized. Um, you know, someone that can connect and, and, and know how to, you know, kind of get the temperature from the clubhouse, right? I want this guy just to be out there and, 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 and be an eye for me and, and just – Make sure that everything is running smooth. Um, I want this guy just to not only only you know not only know the game, but also to be open-minded, right? Someone who's you know it's is open to information. He's being able you know, um, um, and and there's 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 some there's some, there's some good ones out there. Now me and Dana will talk about those some names, and then we'll. We'll make that decision here in in the next in the next few days. You probably are looking for somebody that's not afraid to give their opinion, even Absolutely. if it's different from yours. What one hundred percent? You know, I think it would be a disservice if whoever's next to me tells me everything that I want to hear. I think it's a disservice for me, and a disservice for the organization, and more importantly for the players. So you mentioned in the press conference today that your style as a leader is to serve people. What does that mean to you? Um, it's just to listen. I, you know, the best leaders that I've been around are the ones that they don't really do a lot of talking. They talk last. They lead by example. Um, you know, I'm a high-energy, strong guy, right, and I'm going to bring it every day, and I'm going to get fired up in the dugout, you know, because I, I love winning, and I might get a couple of ejections there, here and there, but that's who I am. You know, that's who I am. And, um, we, we, you know, it's about winning here. So maybe sometimes emotions will take over, but uh, I'm here to get these guys ready to play. And I just can't wait to roll my sleeve and get working, man. You next, and we talked talked about next being finishing up your staff, and then next thing you know, we'll be heading down to West Palm. Yeah. You've always been the guy that has provided the template for the spring training yeah. workouts. That'll be the same, or will you – to hand that over to somebody else. I will delegate the responsibility to okay. someone. Um, that's a ton of work. Yeah. Um, but I will have an input on the process. There's some things that I want to make sure that our guys that we cover, our fundamentals, uh, make sure that we on the field and off the field at a decent time. I think, you know, uh, re- uh, you know, guys to recover, and, and it's very important. Um, you know, time in the weight room is important. Uh, I want our guys that we when we break camp that we're healthy and we're ready to go. Last thing for me, Joe, as, a, as the next step comes on, I, I would imagine your mind's just going to start racing. You're like, what am I going to say to these guys in spring training and all these <laughs> things? You know, that's what I would be doing. It is. It is. That speech always comes up, right? What I'm going to tell these guys, but, the, you know, the beauty of and sorry to cut you off, but is the that I'm going to be talking to a bunch of dudes that I love and I care, and they understand what it takes. Which the message, the delivery of the message, it's it's better than when you're talking to a completely <laughs> brand new team. Um, but again, yeah, you start thinking about, all right, what's the next way he's going? I'm just going to take one day at a time. I really want to talk to you guys. Bunch of text messages. I want to have conversations. Uh, you know, that's very important for them to know that, hey, I'm the manager, but I'm still that same guy that is going to fight for you. Um, but expectations, we got to play. We 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 have to play. We got to go get it. And do you get that core of guys? And we know who the core is. Right. You're regular. Do you get them together and and say, "Hey, let's let's be pulling on the the rope at the same, for, for same, sure. Same together. We're all in this together. Yeah, you for do sure. That at some point. Uh, yes. And and I'm actually going to have dinner with some of those guys individually. Hmm. Um, 
you know, um, I I want them. To, I don't want to be distracted by, you know, all their conversation. I want to sit down with some of those leaders, and I want them to ask me tough questions. I want them to know um, where I'm coming from, and I, I want to empower them to have a say. But I want it to be a trust and respect um, moving forward. Joe Espada, 20th manager of the Houston Astros. It sounds nice. I'm sure <laughs> they're with beloved ones after this is all said and done, there's going to be a nice bottle of wine waiting. Yes, on. sir, there is. <laughs> all right. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. This is a very exciting day for me and my family. But before I begin, um, I want to thank Jim Crane and the Crane family for this incredible opportunity. Um, I'm humble by this. Um, this is a dream come true. And I just can't express my, my feelings about how happy I am to stay home and get to manage this team. Um, I got to thank my wife. No, before I go to my wife, I got to thank you. <laughs> Sorry. For your trust. For your trust. Thank you, yeah, Dana. You I really appreciate it. I can't, I can't wait to work closely with you and keep this winning culture going and, and getting this team back to the World Series. Amen. Pamela, thank you, my love, for your support and your love and your patience. And my daughters, girls, um, I know how much this means to you. And I want to share something with you. You remember when we always go to school and Daddy tells you guys about doing your best, working hard, and follow your dreams. Well, Daddy is living his dream, okay? You guys could do whatever you want. Whatever you put your mind to it, you guys can accomplish that, okay? I love you guys. I want to thank the fans, the best fans in the world. Thank you for your support, for your unwavering love and support for this team. I'm emotional right now, but it's just because I have worked really hard to get to this point, and I just can't wait to get started. I prayed. I love this city. I love this team. I love this community, and I know I can, I can protect and continue success and continue winning in, 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 in this city. So I'm excited about this opportunity, and again, I can't wait to start working. Welcome back to Astro Line, your Houston Astros off-season hot stove show. The season coming to an end, but Minute Maid Park doors are still open. You can get a behind-the-scenes look at the ins and outs of the stadium with a ballpark tour. You can see the stadium like never before during this offseason. Book your tour today at astros.com slash tours. Todd Callis, Steve Sparks, we just heard from Joe Espada for a couple of segments. Sparky, uh, Joe seems ready and excited, and I would think, uh, you know, that's what I expected. What are your – after hearing what he said – uh, he, he seems like he's ready to go. Yeah, ready to go is a great word. Very energetic. And not to disparage anything about Dusty, but it's just a different style. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to be energetic, and Dusty was the calming kind of influence. But I think Joe is going to be decisive. I think he's going to communicate beautifully. I think uh, uh, even him mentioning getting out of his office and making sure he goes into the clubhouse and talking to the guys on a daily basis to make sure that they have – a chance to have their voice heard. I thought one of the interesting questions, and it was yours in the first segment, uh, that he touched on was that this team 
fundamentally missed some edges in this past season. And maybe uh, they got caught up where they were very good for a couple of weeks and then not so good for a couple of days. For him to say that today means that that's probably going to be a point of emphasis for him going into the transition as a manager. And I think we would both agree with that assessment. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw it. Yep. You know, we, were, we were there. We were watching. And base running can be improved. And especially you think about the new rules that were imp- implemented last year. I think they could get better at holding on base runners. They could get more aggressive on the base pass as far as picking the right times to steal and to get bigger leads and do all these different things you need to do to to get an extra run or two uh, when you need to. Uh, We didn't talk about uh, uh, what transpired at Minute Maid Park last year. That was one thing that, uh, you know, at some point I want to talk to Joe about it. It, I I happen to feel that it started out as kind of a fluke, but the more you speak – about something like that, I think the more you press and start to do things, maybe a little differently. But uh, I think he's going to address the little things, and that's what I'm I'm hoping to see with this team next year. And I think you have to address the little things because when you have a veteran team and you get a degree of complacency, even if it's just for a few games, if you have the same voice, and this is not a knock on Dusty Baker, it could have been anybody. If mm-hmm. you have the same voice year after year and you start to let that creep in, then you feel like you can get away with it the next year. So now that a new voice comes in, I, I feel like it's probably a good thing. Yeah, let's make this a point of emphasis. Mm-hmm. You know, when he has those sit-downs with these guys individually or maybe as a as small group, start to think uh, about Terry Francona's assessment of Jose Ramirez. Mm-hmm. And he always says – one of the things I love about Jose Ramirez is is he hustles more than anybody on my team. Mm-hmm. And that makes it a lot easier for me to get on anybody else about those same issues. So when you know, everybody talked about the Bagwells and the Biggios being the hardest workers on those teams uh, that played so well, it just makes things a lot easier on the coaching staff because everybody else follows suit. And being a Hispanic manager, I, I know uh, it's a day and age where it, it's huge to be able to converse with, you know, Alex Bregman talks speaks both languages, but English is his first language. So to be able to talk to Alex in English and then go to Jose Altuve and talk in Spanish because there's little nuances within the language that jo- that Joe can can hit on with these guys that maybe a guy that doesn't speak Spanish can. I think that's uh, a, a huge factor. Think about this, TK, not only with his own players, but also with potential free agents. Yes. You know, to be able to get yeah. some guys in here, maybe make a phone call and say, hey, this is what we're doing in Houston. And there's a lot of advantages to playing in Houston. A lot of people uh, don't realize that playing in the middle of the United States is kind of a big deal to a lot of people. Uh, obviously, playing in Texas uh, with, the, with the tax advantages, uh, but having a bilingual manager, mm. I think, means a lot, too, to a lot of people to be able to come over and feel comfortable right away. How about the relationship between Dana Brown and Joe Spotty? You've gotten to know both gentlemen well. It seems like it's a really good marriage. Yeah, you know, it, and to be able to to have those conversations even after a game. And I've always thought about this. A manager's going to go into the office and you have a tough loss and have a general manager come in. And, you know, it's all about checks and balances, making sure that everybody's on the same page, thinking about things in, in, in right ways. But if a manager can explain himself and, you know, do whatever, it sounds like second guessing. But when you have a good relationship, I think it's just about making each, each other sharper. 
Before we put a wrap on this show, this is our first Astroline show of the offseason, a special show about the new manager. Uh, we look from 2023 towards 2024. Your thoughts? There's still obviously some question marks as to who's going to fill out that bullpen, maybe who else is going to be the catcher. What are, you, what are your thoughts about where this team is and where they need to be as we get closer to February? My initial thoughts on the, the players that are free agents out of the bullpen are th- – the things that they have in common. And number one, it's obvious they're all right-handers. Mm-hmm. But number two is that they're all three of the guys that they got left-handers out. Mm-hmm. So they were basically their lefties, too. So talking about Ryan Stanek, Hector Neris, and Phil Maton, those were the guys that Dusty Baker counted on to get the lefties out. So if the Astros do not sign one or two of those three uh, to come back in the fold, they do need to get somebody to replace somebody who can get not only righties out, but lefties as well. How do you see catching shaking out? Yiner seems like he is the guy. You have to get a veteran behind him? I think so. Yeah, I think he needs to continue to learn and to have somebody to go out there uh, and help him prepare and learn and teaching the nuance of that position I think is important. All right. Well, it's a fun day. Uh, we got to talk to the new manager. Uh, things Seven straight ALCSs. So Joe Espada, just like Dana Brown came in last year, Joe Espada comes in and he talked about embracing it. It's a pretty high bar for a new guy. That's the only thing you can say. Yeah. I, I get it. But for me, if I was in his position, there'd be a little pressure there, right? Mm-hmm. For me, I would think – Man, I don't want to mess this up. <laughs> they've been they've been going deep into the postseason for a while now, but uh, you know he's been here for all of that, so he's part of the reason why the Astros have been to uh, seven straight LCSs. He's a big part of that. So uh, the Astros got the right guy. Joe Espada said it was a dream come true. He is the new manager of the Houston Astros for Steve Sparks and our engineer Matt Boltz. I'm Todd Callis. That has been our off season special Astro Line Show, the Hot Stove Show of the Houston Astros. This has been a production. And whoever in this crowd wasn't standing before, well, they're getting to their feet now. Of the Houston Astros. This place is rocking right now. Radio Network. See you later. Spring training is back in the Palm Beaches this spring. Experience Astros baseball, plus the best beaches, dining, and entertainment after the game. There's nothing better than Astros spring ball in sunny Florida. For tickets and more, visit astros.com slash spring to book your trip. Plan your visit now to the spring training home of the Houston Astros, the Palm Beaches. Are you looking for the perfect gift this holiday season? Look no further than the Astros Holiday Gift Guide. Give the gift of unforgettable moments throughout the year with Buddy's Club memberships, 2024 season tickets, and tickets to the 2024 Texas Children's Houston Open. And don't forget to gear up in style at the Astros Team Store. From jerseys to caps, we've got you covered. So this holiday season, hit a home run with the Astros Holiday Gift Guide. Head to astros.com slash gift guide to do your holiday shopping today.